Welcome to Old Dog New Tricks. Everyone has heard this saying before, but today we're going to put that theory to the test. My co-host John and I are focusing on airdrops and what that means to an investor. If you don't know what airdrops are, airdrops allow users to give their time to a business or startup in the crypto industry versus their money. So you get a little bit of exposure through that and we'll go in depth about what that is. But how are we doing today, John? I'm doing well, uh, Austin, and I'm excited to be with you and particularly on this topic, because I have to say, Absolutely. you never disappoint. I, I was thinking it here. It is the holiday season. It's the spirit of giving. And the topic you <laughs> yeah. come up with is that airdrops. Yeah, <laughs> get some free stuff, guys. I'm crypto Santa. It's crypto right. Santa time. That's right. I love it. Yeah, so let me go. Let me get my hat on. We'll get my hat later. Uh, but yeah, so pretty much what we're talking about is what airdrops are. So if you have never heard of airdrops before, airdrops are essentially a reward for putting your time, effort, and money behind a company and trying their product. It's a pretty new, it's not a really new concept. I'm sure there's always something. How do you get somebody to go to a new store? There's a grand opening it, it, sale. A, we got, it, we got a, it's, it's a free sample. Of, it, it's a free yeah. sample in a new dress. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the same idea. Exactly. So we're going to entice you with something. That's never, it's not the new dress on this side because it's digital in the end. <laughs> so That's the it, new medium, the, if you will. <laughs> they're usually shaking some sort of high APR play or something, some carrot that might be interesting. There's a lot of these going on right now. There's like this last month, um, we, I've gotten a couple, so we can go over that. Just the idea behind it is I put in time, so I traded NFTs on a platform card blur. I met their criteria that they said that would be eligible. Boom. I got the first airdrop, I got $10,000. The second one I've gotten, I got about 8,000. And that's just for putting in, just using the platform. I like there's, I didn't do anything really different. I was already trading NFTs for the first airdrop. So that would have allowed you to get those. The second one had different stipulations where you had to bid on things. So you put up offers. So there's a lot of different opportunities. And again, each of them have their own criteria. And essentially you're supporting their business model. And that's what makes it rise. I can go on about how the old ones, but let's start in some new ones that are actually worth checking out right now. Solana is a huge ecosystem play right now. There's been three airdrops on there really recently. And now that has been what is the play in terms of how to spend your time instead. So I literally made a walkthrough. I can, I'll post in the description of this video on how to follow and loop this round. You can do it for a little as 10, 15 bucks. I followed this guy who did $1 on each account for a drop on Solana. Each of those values is now around seven to $8,000. So he did a dollar that turned into pretty much 200 grand just by participating and doing what they asked. So it was a very small airdrop, not a lot of participants, but it ended up being pretty big. So that's why you kind of, if you don't have money, there is a ton of opportunity to just try these products. And that's been the play, right? Try their products, see what happens. And what does that mean to you, John? Like when you hear this type of stuff, it seem crazy or, or what? The underlying structure of giving away a, a product is essentially a free trial is a, an old idea and a good idea, particularly sure. if you have, if there's two situations that are at play. One is that you have a product that is credible. It could be a, a, a decent and functioning and, and valuable product out, out there. It's on a reliable blockchain and it adds value in some way. Great. That's potential. And then the second part is opportunity. So you have that, but you're having trouble getting traction. 
So the way you foster that traction is with, in your term, the airdrop to get it, that product, remove the barrier to participation by getting that product into the hands of users that then find it valuable. And that sort of begins the traction. The trick of it is, one of the considerations is to the extent that it's susceptible to manipulation, fraud, and the bad guys. You have to be uh, aware of that. Uh, More specifically, what I would say here is, and uh, you'll be able to help with the technical details, somehow, some way, I think it's correct to say that the airdropped tokens or coins have to get in to your wallet somehow. It has to land someplace, right? And to the extent that where it lands can be invaded and then exploited by the bad guys, then that's something to be uh, mindful of. And it's interesting, specifically, I was chatting about this notion, this cautionary sort of notion with my wife, Manusha. And she's a a mean business lady. She's smart. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. and she, but she's not mean. But she said this killer rem- business lady. Yeah, she, <laughs> this reminds me of the uh, LC shell game. So what we do is we put various business entities into yeah. various LLCs to minimize loss. So if one blows up, you haven't blown up many. And she said, now you could maybe you could ask Austin: Is that idea practical in this context? Or do you have? Yeah. 10 hard wallets. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's a very good point. We, a previous episode, they were talking about just like how the market conditions and we brought an anecdote of my friend who lost a lot of crypto or no, lost, he put a hundred bucks in, but clicked a link that said claim an airdrop if you're a, if you're a Pepe holder, right? So he was pretty uninformed. So we, that we're talking about how the new wallets and new UIs are going to, I personally think are going to allow for less of this to happen because my recommendation is going forward here is something where you're not connecting your wallets. So I do, I would say this is something where anytime that you're, you're focusing on doing one of these new airdrop things or something like that, you just make a new wallet. Making a new wallet is incredibly easy on blockchain. You literally click add account. So instead of having, I got to set up just like us, we had a couple of episodes back, we talked about making an LLC look, took us like legit to get that going and funded took nine months, which is insane. So like literally let's put that into context. And it's my 30 worst of the 30 second digression. We were trying to create an LLC specifically for the use of crypto. So we're dealing with very conservative institutions that are happy to help you until they hear that word. (laughs) We're going to need 14 signatures and your your nose print, your (laughs) dental records. Yeah. And maybe. So I, I do think that on this side of it, it again, that's what the, one of the nice things about crypto is it makes it super easy. So you want to start doing this. You have no intro. You've listened to these episodes. You have no background in doing any of this stuff. Boom. This is how to get started with literally putting a couple bucks. You can literally put in like $10. A lot of these are now offering like directly just buy through like a credit card or something like that. And you fund your own wallet like that. Like again, when I'm doing these, I'm farming usually like a couple wallets on a platform. And I'm going to be putting like, for this one, I put in, uh, for me, it was like 10 soul and I was able to do everything I wanted to do. And that was like essentially 600 bucks. And I was able to do all this, all these different airdrop potential ones. And I said, I'll put a link. So it's all written down. It's not, you don't want to, it's not want to get into like just, just how to do stuff. But yeah, it's more of like discussion of why I think airdrops are super uh, valuable and what, 
why does it happen so much more in crypto? And I think it goes back to the idea that the space just moves just so incredibly fast and it's super hard to gain attention in this, in this attention economy, right? You, your time is a crazy valuable. And if you're able to garner that attention from somebody, you can see massive shifts. Like I was just talking about the, the airdrop I got earlier this year. I got it from Blur because I used their platform. Their competitor at the time of release had 90% of the market share and that was OpenSea. And now Blur has around 80, 85% of the market share. So literally a year later, they've completely cannibalized an entire business that was valued around $13 billion at the time that <laughs> they released their product. So that side of it, you were now you're benefiting from the growth of that ecosystem. So if you paid attention to this and you kept using their product, they gave you tokens that were worth value. They all, there's a tradable value at the, at these tokens. And now that token has done very well. It's very interesting to see it's, and I've done that with multiple ones. Another one that reminds me is uh, Uniswap. If you just did some swaps on their platform, that was years ago. Here's 250 tokens, 400 tokens was the minimum, I believe. And that's now worth couple thousand dollars, right? That's very interesting on that side, especially if you just hold them and just enjoy using the space. And it just gives you so much more time to explore and find new products that you would never really know. But on the side of, is it hard and is it difficult to do? Yeah, I would say it's going to become a learning curve, but at the same time that is rewarded with value. And if it's something that crypto is piquing your interest, you haven't done it yet, and you don't want to put the money in, this is by far the best way to start doing it, right? Because you're able to get a little bit of exposure through your time. And usually those airdrops happen pretty quickly. Yeah, I've learned from you, Austin, that that structure and rules for analysis and decision making can be good and perhaps particularly in this context. So what I and time is always precious. And so what it made me think about from what I've learned from you is that I, I would be thinking about three things, I believe. If I was presented with the opportunity for an airdrop or if I was evaluating an airdrop, all of which I could do in under 30 minutes, if I had a mind to, one is, did if they have a website, does it appear to be a legitimate website? For sure. One. Two is, do they have a good white paper? Is it, is it thoughtfully put together? And three is, and this was really, really the business as distinguished from the community side, is yeah. there a really good reason for it to exist exactly other than just folly exactly yeah there's definitely reason to not just be like chasing every single thing and that's where what i was coming in and saying on the guide is something like you're i'm following specific ones that i've already researched and looked into but yeah if you're looking out for your just searching airdrops and seeing what you're finding there's a lot of websites that track all this specifically also but yeah like you definitely want to be researching reading like the white paper for what they do and again answer that question what is the purpose of this is how many competitors do they have looking at the space right now this is what's happening is here's ethereum that's the main smart contract platform we want to overtake them how many are there competitor wise right now literally probably like 200 competitors to ethereum and based and all these airdrops are coming from that idea we're going to beat ethereum we need users to try it out they like our product because it's faster cheaper and more efficient then that that can escape velocity can then can hinder it really quickly so you definitely want to make sure it has that product market fit right if you're trying something you're like i don't really like it like why would you continue doing it if i'm trying something out and i don't really care for it or something like that 
I'm really not going to continue on with it because it probably won't be a great product fit. Like it has to check a lot of bubbles. That's why something like uh, a blur or whatever, those things were very interesting because they added a lot more value and why I wanted to use it every day is because it has that value. It's better system. It's better stuff. So that definitely aligns. And that's usually the best type of ones. That's what happened with Uniswap. That's what happened with Blur. I mean, I can think of Optimism and Arbitrum or all the ones, all of those ones have, uh, you know, go of, went like above and beyond and continued to produce stuff. And those were all airdrop tokens. It's definitely very interesting on that side of it and how those ecosystems expand because of the forced or essentially we're paying, we're almost like paying you to review our system is literally how it's been coming. I definitely think it's very valuable on that side of it. And you get a bunch of good feedback from the developer side, right? People are actually using the product where the products having trouble. So it, it works both ways too. So I think that's why yeah. the ecosystem moves so fast. I have a question for you. Sure. And the question Austin is this, when I first became acquainted with airdrops, the impression that I had was that for the end user, it was more of a reactive experience. You, you get airdrops, some, somebody's token or somebody's coin, or you have the opportunity with a click through their yeah. invitation to do that. And I thought, well, that's nice. But what about the idea, and I'm sure that it's out there, what about the idea of proactively evaluating the entities that are doing airdropped and according to your criteria and sorting out the, I don't know, top five or 10 from what's out there that would be attractive to you and proactively sure. going out there and extending them an invitation to give you some. Yeah, that definitely works on that level too. Well, you're excited about something you can, you can reach out to the company, especially if you have, and someone like my position where it's, I do this full time. I'm looking for good products to affiliate myself with. That's becoming very much so more happening, right? Like, a lot more of that interpersonal relate for, for people to reach out, even try a product. But I generally, they're going to want people who have a good amount of following, good a lot of good amount of interest in their name. What they're interested in is individuals who have consistently a fair amount of activity in the various communities, right? That because that's what for they're sure. trying to acquire more of. So if exactly. you happen to like be one of that word those, of mouth, right? Like you yeah. are. Then, you can try then, to, I personally never really do that just because I don't like to, my idea of, I, I talk about products from like that, but I'm gently, you know, I don't ever get really paid for them. And I, if I did, I would disclose that I would be getting paid for them. But essentially that's usually just products that I really enjoy. And those are the ones that I, I go after. And again, the whole point of the airdrop is, is really, it's the idea of it is just the, at the base level, do you enjoy my product? Try it. Do, is it worth your time? If yes, you'll probably get more allotment of airdrop tokens than you than people who don't really try it out. Hey, talk yeah. to me for a minute about the – there's a couple of, of websites that I've taken quick peeks at, uh, Airdrop Alert 1, yep. Radar, another. Yep, and are, they're both good. Yeah, so are they the ones that you'd be thinking about that, hey, if you wanted to take a proactive approach to this, you're sure. spending some time on those and developing some connections on those and becoming embedded in those as – a make yourself making yourself a more likely candidate for a Christmas present. Exactly. Yeah. Cause most of the time it's usually like a, it's going to be like a retroactive activity. Like these were the users who we took a snapshot back in November of 2022. That was actually literally one that happened. Optimism took an, a snapshot of users who went to a, an L a different L different L2 or a different L1 besides Ethereum. 
And if in May of 2022, when it was like peak gas problems, it was everyone was complaining about ETH and like how much gas it cost. If you went to a different chain, you were qualified for an airdrop from Optimism. So they, that was a great idea on their part. Like now we're seeing people come back. They haven't touched this money and they've gotten three airdrops or literally claiming like over $4,000 just because they, in 2022, they went to a new chain. So there, that's another really cool thing. It's more about just exploring the ecosystem and trying to find new things. And I think that's one of the, the coolest parts of crypto because it, it really does, even though we're talking about security and stuff like that is like paramount, right? And generally when I'm connecting wallets or anything like that, it's a wallet that has literally no value in it. Take, well, the, I think that's a big that's takeaway. The, for that's your, the biggest takeaway. Yeah. I think, to, I'm going to say there's more than one, one takeaway and it might not even be the, yeah, it's the biggest because it's crim, avoiding criminal behavior. But I thought of another takeaway that. Go for it. Okay. So recall that in the past, we've talked about how important it is to have rules for going in yep. and also rules for staying and then rules for going out and leaving. Yeah. And I, I'm intrigued with the notion here of what the rules could be, would be, should be for getting out. Question. Yeah. You've got this new token and it has some value. Do I hold it for a long term? Do I let it sell it instantly? Do I sell a third of it? To do with that. That's what I would my usually generally my approach over the past. So just in general of economics of an airdrop, how I've seen it happen probably about 90% of the time is initial token gets hit. People are excited because everyone's talking about it. Initial rise in price very quickly over one or two days, generally pretty quick. And then it's usually a pretty rapid fall like the price will die pretty quickly if you do get an airdrop it's something to be monitoring pretty a good amount just because if you're trying to maximize your return on those but i've also i would say that's for most things you're going to want to sell fairly quickly and my takeaway and i would bet i would bet something that the majority of your listeners and community members at this juncture don't have ironclad selling rules for, for sure. this particular area. And it, I would argue that in this particular area, the selling rules, you could argue, are even more important because things here really do seem to happen fast. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, and selling rules that require you to look at things quickly and make quick decisions, those are even harder to follow, right? Because of the, yeah. we talked about these. You don't have the muscle before. memory of doing it. Right. The fear of regret. Oh, I left behind. Yeah. I sold too quickly. Bad decision. All that. Yeah. And that's why I think in this area is in part is the law of numbers. And yeah. by just as you're saying is you, you're saying that you look at multiple airdrops and you have criteria where you're evaluating best, better, not as good, so forth. For sure. And you're making decision to go in and, and then you're right on the cusp of, you may be right on the cusp of going out. You see something coming, it conflicts with your rules and you have to have the discipline to say sayonara. For sure. I will say that the nice thing about airdrops is generally like you're, you're not putting a lot of money in it and you're able to use, if it's a decent airdrop, again, it's probably going to be a couple hundred bucks at least. So on that side of it is, if, especially if you're starting with very little money, this could be something where you airdrop, sell it instantly. The regret is, that's just the name of the game. Like, <laughs> Right, to which I would say. The, you you uh, want to build up a portfolio, though. 
up as much as possible before I think off airdrops. That's a great way to do it. What some people will do, I think in this situation where they've gotten it for free and they've made something yeah. is they'll say, I didn't lose any money. Yeah. Um, to which I, I would say, yeah, you did lose time. <laughs> Yeah. And look at how much you learned. You may have learned enough that it was worth the loss of time, or maybe you didn't, in which case you need to look at how you use your time. For sure. And that's a common, a common rookie mistake. For sure. And also the yeah, rookies I, may actually have more experience that they have more time to squander. But exactly. uh, trust me, yeah. it runs out. <laughs> it runs out real quick. <laughs> you have kids. The birthdays keep coming. <laughs> Where'd my time go? It's yeah. gone. But yeah, I, I do think, yeah, that's a great, another great point. What's the opportunity cost of doing these? If you have already a substantial portfolio, you may be focused on the other stuff that we're talking about, the staking and that type of stuff. But yeah, if you don't have a large portfolio or you just don't want, you have a large portfolio, but you don't want to risk any of that money just because you're still skeptical, literally no better teacher than getting your hands dirty and trying these out. That was one of my first recommendations to John over here which I know he did not follow through with. But I said, why don't you send some transactions between like you and Anusha back and forth or just so you, you get your hands dirty, feel it, or even just we've walked through and, and done staking and stuff like that. But it's a lot different when you're doing it yourself. And I, and I think that's one of the nice things about trying it. So yeah, we, we're all about teaching old dogs new tricks. Everybody, that's right. right. Yeah, on that one, I was, was a, ch a chicken. I turned, t turned tail and ran. <laughs> he kept... He, he was like, I'm too old for that one. Not that one, I'm just, that's not happening. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm fine with uh, thinking. Sometimes doing with it involves technical aspects <laughs> is more <Yeah>. problematic. <laughs> but overall, yeah, like we said, we airdrops are very important part of the ecosystem. They, if you, and even if you see multiple airdrops coming to a specific chain, that alone is great knowledge, right? Like three unlocks for chains coming up, boom. I guess what ecosystem is going to expand. Right. If you step back and look yeah. at it, what you're really doing, yeah. it prevents, provides an additional component of trend analysis. 100%. Yeah. Where is that attention going? Now we have all these people talking about these three tokens that just released on Solana. That's literally what's happening right now. So there was like Jitsoul, Pyth, and those are the two newest ones. I was talking about Blur, but there's literally in the past month, there have been four substantial freebies essentially for doing this work and it was all work that you'd had done a couple months ago right like i think the initial jitsu was let's see i want to say beginning of october the blur one has been going on since last year so you had to participate though you had a whole year to participate before you got this airdrop so it's definitely rewards the people again who are just enjoying the product and spending their time and the, even with some of the ones it really depends on your your idea of what to do too because if you're focusing on stuff like staking that's what the jitsu one it was literally like, put the money in, let it sit there, don't do anything. So that wasn't even time that you had to put yes. in on that one. Mm -hmm. Whereas the blur one is a lot of time because you're actively trading on the platform. You know, I you want with staking, you're still you're having confidence in the underlying contract to allow you to go yeah. ahead and stake. Sure. So I just mentioned yeah, that. you are risking the them getting exploited or something like that, and that is definitely not a non-zero chance. So again, this is that's why I always recommend small amounts of money, uh, anyways. So like I said, I'm doing this with five six hundred bucks to do five different platforms. So they all have 200 bucks or something like yes. that or whatever. So it, it's not a huge capital loss on my side. And then, you know, the, the risk reward is pretty high, right? So that's sure the name is. of the game. Keep the risk reward 
nice and high, right? You want to, <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't want to be risking that, a ton of money. Uh, on, that on the is the game. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got anything else, John? We were coming up on the 30 minute. We are coming up on our 30 minute limit. I think, I think not. Let me just check my notes. Check the old man scribblies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's literally what they are. Yeah. You can't read any of this, actually. <laughs> yeah. One parting shot. If you were to have okay, we members of your audience who wanted to proactively go after airdrops, what's the most expeditious way to sort out what the most, what the top yeah. perform, who the top performers might likely be? So you yeah, could top upcoming top group. the airdrop hunters out there. Yeah. Uh, what's the best kind of websites? We he did mention airdrop alerts is good. I always that's like what we've been doing at NRN Discord.gg slash NRN. We have a airdrop channel. I wrote a couple articles about it on Twitter. So if it's interesting to you, pop over there, check it out. I always suggest finding people to do it with. Right, that's one of the benefits of the space. Great. We have a free channel. If you don't know what you're, don't know what's going on, pop over there and ask me questions. That's the way that having someone to teach you is way easier than having someone to <laughs> no one there. You just were like wandering, wander in the, wander in the no, park no. or wander in the dark, even better. <laughs> <laughs> so at least give somebody to guide you. But yeah, if, if that's definitely the way I would go, it, check out some YouTube videos on airdrops. Like I said, specifically looking at Solana, uh, Injective, Arbitrum, ZK Rollup. Those are the layer zero. All these are going to have a product, an ecosystem coming out within the next six months. And all of them are very heavily funded. And that's usually the name of the game. Whoever's got that biggest VC check is distributing a good amount of money. So even Layer Zeros literally has a $230 million allotment to, for this. There's big money thrown around here. So something's out. attracting it. That's right. But that's it. We'll see you on the next Old Dog New Tricks. This is a great episode. Again, if it's focusing on those airdrops, focusing on just learning about the space, I am very, this is a time to be interested, right? If you listened earlier, it was always that time earlier. It was the best time to get in. It's always that the best time is now. If you didn't do it yesterday, the best time is today. Me personally, we've got some, we had uh, Powell news today. We had a under or exactly at uh, inflation on the CPI data, which was 3.1. I would say the stock market is pretty excited about it. We have a pretty good just not recovery, but it's been performing very well. And I think going hand in hand is they're they're showing that we might be able to artificially stick a, <laughs> a soft landing apparently, but we will see. It looks pretty bleak out there. We shall see. But, <laughs> but I will say he was pretty dovish on his report today. And that's always an interesting move. Get some mm-hmm. Santa. The Santa pump is real. Exactly. That's the takeaway here. So we'll see how it goes in the end of the year. January 10th is the halving dates of, I'm sorry, is the ETF approval date of Bitcoin. That's the last day that the SEC has to has to say whether or not they're going to allow them to have ETFs. So that's a definitely important date. And then it looks like end of April, beginning of May is when we're looking for the happening. We are in crunch time. So start doing shit. Start doing shit now. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> hey, Austin, thanks so much. Enjoyed it as always. Absolutely. We will, we got some more uh, holiday stuff coming up. So we might be until after the beginning of the new year for the next one. Sounds um, good. We will be back there, but we'll get a little bit more regular in the new year. We keep saying that, but we, we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll have stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we'll got stuff to talk about. No doubt about All it. All right. 
Awesome. Right. We awesome. leave it at that. Everyone, take it easy. All right.